Oh man, is Brady gonna be able to pull it out? Uh, it, it, I, I thought, I, for whatever reason, I thought that was gonna be thrown to the little white wide receiver, little white <laughs> wide receiver. I, whoever that guy was last week against us. But um, us when I say us, uh, you know, of course I'm part of the Ravens somehow. Man, Whew, everybody was tired of me talking last week, but I guess I'll I'll start it off again. You guys are not gonna get off the hook easy. All you trolls, all you experts, all the 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 antagonists, the protagonists, the the agnostic, anything with the a n g s t that makes it sound complicated on on tv or on twitter all of you are wrong and you want to know why lamar would be getting destroyed right now if he threw for 130 yards in a win and doesn't matter how many yards he rushed for because he 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 as in fields justin fields is getting a lot of praise right now that he should not be getting Ooh, i was actually gonna be i was actually gonna talk ask you about that cap 130 yards in a loss. He ran for 170 yards. If it doesn't matter, he had 300 yards. We might get into a little bit later. I might give him a little bit of praise later, but I'm enough with the Justin Fields praise from a loss. Speaking of RB ones, yeah, turning, but but, I, but is he is he turning a corner though? Here's the Josh thing. Allen. Go. Uh, well, we yeah. will get back to Fields. We will get back to Fields. But Josh Allen. You RB1 looking mother for you. You are two rushing touchdowns, two picks, a fumble lost, and you lost to the, the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 baby. We finally Woo-hoo! have a defense. It took Salah a couple of seasons, but we've got big guys up front. We got guys in the linebackers who can run sideline to sideline. And we got guys like Sauce Gardner and Reed in a secondary that are like, I don't care who you think you are. We're taking it. We're taking it to you every single play. Ant's got a defense, Capo. Jets, baby. Ant's got a defense. We got to chop it up. Ant, I'm, 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 Jets are great. I'm, I'm not get, getting on your point. Um, white tight end scores a touchdown uh, with nine seconds left for the Buccaneers, and Tom Brady did the thing. Tampa Bay, once again, we were about to kick him to the curb like we have uh, Mr. Oh. Aaron Rodgers, but nope, he comes back in nine real seconds, time. Nine seconds. That's nine way seconds. Too much, nine seconds is way too much time for Matt Stafford. But what do you think about Zach Wilson? You think Zach Wilson could leave, uh, come back in nine seconds to get back to your Jets? Um. Well, um. no, but <laughs> the thing about Zach Wilson today was this was the first game I've seen him play. And I talked about this a couple of weeks ago where he didn't try to win on every single play. There were some plays he's like, there's two guys in my face. I'm taking a sack. I'm not throwing it away where it gets picked off. I'm not going to try to, I'm not going to try to run around for 10 more minutes and get sacked 10 yards back. He realized there are certain plays I can make. There are certain plays I can't. And he was able to under control, have no turnovers and have one of his best games in his Jets career. Now, we're still run by the defense, and we're still going to miss Bryce Hall for the rest of the season, but the Jets, had they not blown it last week against the Pats, they'd be in first place right now. And I just, I'm, I'm, you know, it's so exciting when you're, when you're a Jet fan for decades of futility to see a team like this come together, you know. They were talking about this today on the NFL Today, that this is like the best defense they've had since Rex Ryan, which feels like 
20 years ago. So yeah, I'm, that's what I was. I was. That was gonna. I was gonna ask you the same thing. If it, how how compared to that? Well. Let me welcome everyone into Zero Coverage. We are the Legion of Zoom. Tonight, out in Baltimore, we've got Capo joining us on a bye week. Right, Cap? Are the Ravens on a bye week or do they play tomorrow night? Got Monday night and then a bye week. Okay, so never mind. We got Monday night Monday night Capo on with us tonight. My bad. A little, little get right, you know, uh, the last few weeks. One game in 23 days. That doesn't seem legal, like, to the other teams. Like, I'm no. with the team, but, like... Yeah, you know, it's, it's some teams gonna like why they have their bye this week, and you know, like they just can't. Other teams just can't get to the bye week. But yeah, you know, a little well, You know, that's why concussions and CTE and hold on, where's this? Where's this noise coming from? <laughs> I have no idea. Wow, wow. wow. That was got some extra. I I don't know. I stop. I need this to stop. Where is this? They are partying too hard. Is, is that Antonio Brown breaking in? Antonio Brown. No, it's the, it's it's because I have I have all of these like ESPN tabs open to box scores and stuff, and they have videos and highlights like in in certain sections, and they're just playing at sure, random I mean, times. Sure, so it's that ESPN. Was just, it's okay. Yeah. That's fine. No, that was that was all ESPN. And no, I I know I'm pretty good at editing this, but like I are decent, I should say. But. A little, a little, a little skip pass from Cooper Cup. Little, they're gonna do a little Miami to Duke here. Another of uh, uh, Van Jefferson, it looks like big number 79. They are going backwards at this time. Oh, see, and they, it's yeah, happening again. Miami's <laughs> aquarium. Table Bay with a, with a fumble recovery. Uh, go watch the highlights. It, it, it's pretty amazing. Tom Brady did the thing again. He did the damn thing. He did the thing. Jesus. He's never going away, is he? He's going to be not. here. Forever. Oh, he's going to be here forever. I'm like, behind you guys. Giselle, Giselle's, Giselle's so mad right now, right? Shout out Justin Verlander's wife. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Capo. She was just like, you know, she was just like, I enjoyed like, watching. I had Justin him out and they pulled him back in. <laughs> she, she was on. And Schefter on, not reported he's retiring. He wouldn't have felt obligated to come back. Man. <laughs> Honestly. I, even though they won this game right now, the Bucks still aren't for real. Oh, we're demoting them. They're no longer for real. They're just not for real now. Don't do it, pal. I care about you. No, Here's I'm doing thing. it. You're four and five. I, you lose into PJ Walker. You're not for real. Get out of here. No, that's that's fine. But I, I haven't been wrong on this weeks. podcast yet, have I? A, They're going to win the division. You know what, pal? They're two and one in the division, even though the record sucks. They're still the best team, and they've got Tampa Bay. So you know, they do. Have, you know, they do have him. You know, I'm not. I'm not saying he's cooked like a certain other quarterback. I've already declared cook on here that I was very correct about. First down. Um, but uh, back to back to this this defense of yours, there, and and just the division in general. That might be the best division in football. I think. You know, and the Patriots have two quarterbacks. So if one goes down, you know, you always have that other one right there. You, you either get zapped or you get zacked, right? Yeah, they got. I mean, everyone in the division is over five hundred. You got the Patriots at five and four. You got the Jets and the Dolphins at six and three. You've got the Bills at six and two. Very, very much where we thought the Bills were going to run away with this division in preseason, and that nobody was going to be 
anything. And maybe if the Dolphins were lucky, they'd win 10 games. But looks like we got a solid, we got a solid division here. Like you said, two Dolphins have a chance at the division now, which they really need. The Dolphins definitely do. I mean, it's going to take them going up, you know, uh, up to up to Buffalo and and playing in the snow and sort of reversing what they did, you know, to the Bills where they where they uh, where they melted them with the heat. But we'll see. Yeah. I think it's well seeing seeing what uh, seeing what the Dolphins did to the Bears today and seeing what the Cowboys did to the Bears last week. How you know? I know you can't really gauge it because football can just sometimes be football that way. But how are we feeling about? you know, where the Dolphins are at. Cause we kind of said last week, they're like for real, for real. But like, we chose them as like the teams, like the, we put, we still put the bills and the chiefs ahead of them. I mean, I still think they're ahead of them, but to me, when you've got Waddle and Hill and Tua playing like he is, I mean, they're a potent offense and they're not just potent offense because Hill can go down the field and catch 30 yard bomb or same thing for Waddle. It's because you can throw it to them in the flat and they can take it for, you know, 25 30 40 yak and you just you you can just make plays and so you know they've got an explosive offense that doesn't require a big play all the time it doesn't well, require I, I, the it, bombs it doesn't you know you can make these little simple throws or you know couple yard screens or or you know run a, run a skinny post and next thing you know it's a touchdown because you've got such dynamic players in the field well, that's the th- that's what I would say is so interesting though is like all the you know Tua was getting all this heat for so long for not having this arm like you said, but and I I've mentioned it already a few times plays within like thirty yards like he was making these just accurate plays on the run like like nothing and 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 they were just pure darts but like thirty yard darts like and he just kept throwing those some darts there we go we'll combine that <laughs> most definitely most definitely he's he's definitely improved this year but. He's also got much better talent around him. And so, I but mean, let's, think... let's, uh, uh, real quick, uh, Josh Allen, 18 to 34, 200, only 205 yards, about six yards a pass, two interceptions, no touchdowns. Okay. Rushed for 86 yards and two tutties, but I mean, RB1. Yeah. And he looked real. I mean, the first half, he looked really good. And then the second half, the adjustments from Salah. And the defense at halftime really locked Josh Allen down in the second half where he couldn't really do much of anything. Well, how do you feel about how do you also feel about the rushing game, uh, Ant? I mean, for for New York because you guys lost Hall. Yeah, right? we, we lost he, Hall, and he, he looks was like Carter and Robinson and, did pretty good job though today. The two of them they taking definitely over. did. I mean, I mean, look, our offensive line has been beat up all season, and but they just stuck with it. They stuck with it. If you watched the whole game, you saw early on they were not getting the runs. They were only getting a couple yards, but they kept going to the run. They said, look, we can win this game on the ground. And as you saw, when the second half came around, Carter started breaking runs. Robinson started breaking runs. You threw a little swing pass to them that you think you're going to take for four yards and you take it for 15. And they were just, they sort of, they didn't overwhelm the Bills. They just sort of methodically sort of chugged and chugged and chugged. And eventually they were they hitting on that chug, dam. And then chug, chug, the, the, chug, the dam sort chug, of broke and you got chug, Come on, Cap. Chug, Sorry. chug, chug. Yeah, no, I, I'm very, I'm very, you know, here's the thing. The Jets are never going to win 45-42. That's just not how their team is built. Their team is built big defense, run the ball, Zach Wilson not making mistakes. As I talked about earlier, deciding, okay, we still have a third down. Let me just eat this ball on second down and not make a mistake. And you see, if he doesn't make a mistake, you know, he can, what? He can, he can manage so, the game. He can do what he needs to do. We can tend to for them 
you know, the way to the to the Super Bowl. Um, I I, I believe he can. He he definitely uh, held the ball better today. The AFC East is what the AFC West uh, wishes it was. Yes, um, very much they, so. They really, they're like, oh yeah, you know, Vegas is Vegas that Vegas has Adams, and they they can't, you know, uh, <laughs> complete a first they down. Can't play. hold a lead against anybody. Yeah. Up seventeen, nothing on the Jags, and they like, come back and and lose one first down after another. Up seventeen, like that's it. I'm an yeah. expert on losing seventeen point leads with the Ravens. You just need first downs. Just get a fucking first down. Ten yards. First down. And in theory, they have talent. In theory, Jacobs is good in the backfield. In theory, Carr is supposed to be good, although I never believed in him. And you've got Devontae Adams, and they're just not able to. They're just not able to do it. They, I mean, I they have spurts of really good, and then spurts of have they gotten a first down this quarter? You know, like it's just not. It's, it's a good thing we didn't pick them, Ant. Yeah. <laughs> While yeah, all you picked them, not me. It's a very good thing, not us, Ant. We we picked the Jags. <laughs> You and I. I, I threw a bow. I threw a bone to, to to Barrett just in case the uh, the dogs lost, um, but they didn't. But that's uh, that's later on in the show. Throwing bones to Barrett. I did that in a in a in Stupak's fantasy league this weekend. I, I was setting my lineup very late, and I went to put um, Olave or it was somebody. Yeah. It was um some. I went to put somebody in my lineup and accidentally selected Mike Williams, and he Oof. was out in IR. And it it the lineup set when I was in the middle of it before I could change it back. And I'm I was sorry to hear that. Yeah, so shout out uh, Barrett. You know you got to win. And uh, shout out Juju. I benched every single person in my uh, in my fantasy team because I didn't have a starting quarterback. Mm. Um, somehow there's no. You should have made it. You should have talked to your buddy Pow. I would I would have made a. You know I was thinking about that, but you're also one game ahead of me, so I thought it would be funnier. Mm. Also, Austin Hooper, uh, you know real Austin Hoopers now. Um, that's true. Uh, that's the the golfing today took me took my focus off all the bi- players on on a bye week that I forgot to take off. So I'm lose. I'm probably going to lose today to Ed Bob. What's up? Exactly. So you losing keeps me still one you know one game back of maybe that final playoff spot. If Jeff lost today, and Jeff was probably in a I think he was in a dog fight. Not not in fantasy football. I think Jeff was actually fighting dogs today. Um, not the Michael Vick way. Like he was walking down the street and mm. attacked him. He just didn't have his dog on him. That's a terrible story I just made up about Jeff for no reason. Shout out to Yeah, I was going to say, like, did I miss something? Did Jeff get, like, horribly mauled by dogs today? No, I was going for a joke, and it just sounded miserable. Okay, so we're just – okay, we're just – We're just making fun of Jeff. It's fine. We're just – It's a good pass. S in the S. Shooting the shit, as they say. Right, guy? Absolutely. I'm just trying to to catch Jeff in fantasy football. That's all it is. I just cleared my throat into the mic again. Fine. (laughs) Okay, well let's uh let's move on here a little bit to um second down and nine. Ready, set, put. Second and nine. I couldn't have said it better my better myself here. Uh, and you know Ed Bob couldn't join us uh tonight, but this, we're gonna do a little bit of a Saturday salute in the form of a PCS. To him, uh, so you know, as as we like to say here in post, uh, I'm gonna let my music hit right now. Ah, wonderful. Okay, so on the outside looking in, and this is right now. This is already gonna kind of shock you guys, maybe a little bit. Okay, so just brace yourselves here. We got Bama. We got Clemson. 
and we got Tulane. Tulane, specifically because they have some of the sickest jerseys I've ever seen in my entire life. It's purely because of drip. That's why they're gonna be there, okay? And they're eight and one, so which isn't, you know, too, ain't too shabby either. Um, but at number 10, we ready, boys? This, uh, Bama does not make the top 10? Bama does not make the top 10. No, they're on the outside looking in. Nope, not when you lose to Brian Kelly. Roll Tide, go Horace. Mm. Anyways, salute to, speaking of Horace, salute to Aaron. At number 10, Ole Miss. You know what, they have one loss, and I just kind of wanted to put Bama on the OLI, so for some a little, a little shock a little ah a little wow factor you know what i mean uh number nine ucla the bruins you know handy win maybe i should put them up a little bit higher on here maybe they should be number six in the pcs but they did lose to oregon and uh so i can't put them ahead of oregon because oregon handled them so at number eight oregon number seven specifically because they beat alabama one of the losses is to tennessee the other one is the FSU, but, you know, they handled Miami this week like crazy. So, But uh, we got LSU at 7. I forget that my, my I have music that is going on right now in post. Uh, 6, USC. You know, I think that, that offense is still for real. Even though their defense isn't very good at all, I'm going to put them at number 6 just because it's nice to have... USC football, like an offense like that, looking good again. Number five, Tennessee. You know, they beat Alabama. They beat LSU. I think they're still a top five team. You lost to Georgia. Georgia's the best, you know, so uh, they, they were previously number one on the PCS. We'll see where they are now uh, coming up here. But uh, number five, Tennessee. Number four, Michigan. Number three, Ohio State. I'm just getting through those two quickly because, you know, we're waiting for them to play to see who's going to be for uh, for real, for real there. Number two is the, the team that we're all rooting for on this podcast. We are a TCU Horn Frog podcast, as we previously said, Texas Christian University. Ribbit, ribbit. Ribbit, ribbit. That's right, boys. Uh, what was that? They, they should have a froggy style tagline. Yeah. You know, uh, TM, TM, Lower After Hours, TM. Throw a TM on that. Uh, we'll have our people talk to their people, Cap, okay? Well, Beep, get it. Uh, and by our people, we mean Beep. Uh, our people. See what I did there? <laughs> At number one, Go Dog Sikkim. Salute to Jags, man. Georgia. Huge win over Tennessee. Handled them. You know, uh, they're the only 10 I see really in this top 10 right here. But that's the PCS boys for this week. It took a bye week last week, but um, that's gonna cover our, our the you know our contractual obligations to talk college football at all in any space that we have um, in our blue wire sphere, right? So I can take it. Yep. I can take it back to the NFL for us. Um, Barrett um, being connected with Georgia just had me almost commit a a very bad thing. I just almost combined Duval with Georgia. The G mm. going to Duval. And it would have sounded very terrible, but it would have been a G, not a J. Um, you, you get it. I'm sorry. Very sorry. Um, but I just was getting ready to shout that, uh, shout that very loud. And I, I had to filter myself. Um, shout out Georgia and shout out Duval separately. Shout out Ed Bob for your segment. We're sorry we stole it. No, yeah. And uh, salute to Barrett. I mean, when's the last time both of those teams won on a weekend? Huh? 
He's probably been fairly recently. Yeah, there he's we go. Probably, he's probably That's a fact, too. We checked that up. From the floor up, as the kids say. As mm-hmm. Stu would say, look it up. Speaking of tore up from the floor up, uh, you know, now that we're in third down, are we getting into third down territory? Yep. Third down. Funny. Third and goal. Oh, hold on. That was terrible. Third and goal. Oh, that was even worse. All right. Let's five more tries. Third and goal. There you go. Take that one. Okay, uh, we have the Packers looking really, really uh, about right because I've been saying this for weeks now that they're cooked. No, specifically Aaron Rodgers. This team doesn't have it. What, what, is it cooked? Is it washed? Is no, it cooked, is cooked, completely cooked. Like there's no, there's no being washed. You know what I mean? Like you know, it's not like he's soggy or anything. No, he's just cooked. I and that's that's what I'm going with. He's not Tom Brady, so he's not. You know, he's not going to be doing. It's not like. He, it's not looking very good for him over there. He's I, eating I up don't all that money. How the Lions trade their best player and then go out and win this weekend? Oh, they kept their you know, kneecaps. Just... They kept their kneecaps. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. Oh wait, hold on. Did, did they they took the kneecaps from the Packers? I they, seen them. They ate Aaron Rodgers' kneecap. Yes. Okay, so they ate Aaron Rodgers' kneecaps, but he still was able to walk somehow. Just, just barely. Yeah, just bear with us, America. Somehow. It, it, it's, a, it it's miraculous, yeah. Are the Lions for real with two wins? <laughs> no. No, no, no. <laughs> you know what? They uh they had we had a great time seeing them on hard knocks, and it's just sad that it didn't translate like we all thought it would. But uh I believe I believe that win I believe with that win though that they had today, it still keeps Ed Bob's uh predictions in the running. Oh, can they win all? Can they run the table? I don't think so. They, no, but that's the thing. They still they they have one more loss to afford, so and then they have to run the table. <laughs> I, so they're still so they still have one more <laughs> gimme up of a loss. They still have uh, honestly, I think the what happened here's here's what's gonna happen if if they lose two games in the upcoming weeks before December fourth, then the our narrative here changes to waiting for december 4th like that's the big thing that we're waiting on because of how heated barrett got that ed bob simply said that the lions were going to beat the jaguars so like that's that's kind of what we're waiting for there because we want to see how pissed off we can get barrett again and see if we can get him even more riled up but the packers dirt shit huh garbage right oh yeah i I, I mean, the deep their defense does not look as good as it as advertised at all. Like that's a big startling well, thing too. But Gary, you know, see you, Gary. Um, but mm. Dan, before, before we get to the Packers and, and start their funeral, um, Dan Campbell. I, when when we say the Lions need to run, they need to run the table. I imagine Dan at like a you know in a Golden Corral. Cactus <laughs> you have near you, and like it's a huge long table, like it's right, it's wrapped around the building, really. Somehow it connects, and like he just has to get up on top of the table and just run through everybody eating food. And that that's Dan Campbell trying to run the table, um, physically. Um, and it could be, it could be at your house if you didn't like, you know, my Golden Corral reference. Um, do you but, think he'd tape up his wrists again for that? Oh, they, 
Yeah, but he's even taping his knees now because since he said something about eating people's kneecaps, he's expecting his kneecaps to get bitten. So he's, you know, wrapping them. Mm. You know what? He's like, just go ahead and bite my kneecaps because you bite my kneecaps, I'm putting my knee through your jaw. Just that's that's the Dan Campbell way. Man Campbell. Yeah, he's also wearing eye black, I'm assuming, too. Oh, but yeah, and he has that the little tiny like uh white nasal strip. Yeah, like uh yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. That's what he's a little little bunch of holes in it. Maybe it has like eighty eight on the back of it or something for his favorite player when he was a kid. But yeah, he's just he's just and like he sees an old lady and he he turns left and he just tries to run through her because like, mm. Do you think is he just like is he saying anything beforehand? Like is he like just blasting out loud like Golden Corral and then just like going for it, or is he just a series of grunts? Golden Corral that in incoherent slurs. Like okay, just at any not pro- not problematic slurs. Just no 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 no, no like chocolate like, fountain kind like of curses or like f the chocolate fountain the chocolate fountains mama. Okay okay okay. I was I just yeah we had to, you know yeah I mean still problematic. we have to make that distinction sometimes. I mean some you can't act like that in public. You know I've tried before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. We've heard we've heard uh, we've heard those stories plenty of time. Huh, Cap? Uh, so how about Tua though, huh? You know, we want to talk about. You know, I know we're not really having a for real for real segment this week, but that dude's for real for real. He's been like leading the league anytime he's playing. Uh, I guess it, you know, I guess having those receivers help out. But you know, we already talked about some of the passes he's making. But uh, if I was managing my fantasy football team in any responsible way, Pal's powder puffs would be looking real good right about now. Pal, you you just said it, and I'm gonna throw it off to to Ant here. Like Ant, do you? We need a few weeks to take a break because we don't know who's for real, for real, who's for real, for real, for real, for real. It it it's almost like the last few weeks has kind of been zapped. Like holy shit, are the Vikings for real? Bullshit. We gotta wait a week. So we just need to leave a little bit a week, what do you, a, a little a little bit of time to process whatever the hell's going on. Um, it, it, is that the feeling that you get? I mean, I'm just, I mean, I'm I think this goes back to something we sort of talked about. I think our first week or our second week of this podcast. There's just so much mediocrity in the league. You look mm. around, look in the AFC. I think I think it's still fair to say the Chiefs and the Bills are above everybody else. But other than that, you could put the Dolphins and the Jets with the Ravens. Maybe if Cincinnati, you know, if Mixon's going well. You look at the NFC, you've got the Eagles. But then, yeah, you probably put the Seahawks and the Giants and the Cowboys and maybe the Vikings all lumped together. And everybody else is just sort of mediocre at best. So, you know, I think, yeah, it's hard to say. I think if we did a who's for real for real segment, We'd be doing the same people we talked about last week and the week before because everyone else is just looking crappy and it's just so much, you know. Yeah, we got we're at the midway point right town now. Middle-level town league. I think you know. Usually, what is it? They, oftentimes they say like you don't know anything until like the fifth or sixth week of the season. I still think there's so much unknown because we've got at least Ooh, two or three okay. divisions that so are waiting to figure out who's going to take control. Wait. Wait, can I can I interrupt interject right here real quick uh, before I forget? The Vikings have coming up, uh, the Bills, the Cowboys, Bills, Cowboys, uh, Patriots, and who's the last team I saw there? Jets. Okay, and the Vikings are a team that we're not sure. We just kind of threw them in for real, for real. But I think they could go possibly zero and four 
throughout that entire run. I would love that for Kirk Cousins. But Hawkinson, oh, I'm just seeing right now that he had a, you know, speaking of, of Minnesota, eh? Uh, he had seventy yards for some for for nine receptions. Not too bad. Seventy yeah, points in our league. That's how that works, right? Yep. I think maybe a few more points. I'm not exactly sure what all the extra points are. Mm, yeah. Deep didn't give me his picks, by the way, for this week. Uh man. The um. So I'm I'm thinking if I if I'm understanding right, we're gonna have to do a show um right after the regular season ends. And mm. we will we will tell the audience who we finally feel is for real, for real. Because you know what, we don't know what we got till it's gone, right? Yeah. So I think I think in a couple, let's see how some of these, you know, once we're past some of these bye weeks and and all these teams, we get back to having like a shit ton of football on the weekends. Then we'll we'll start having this discussion more again on who's who's for real, for real or not. And until then, we'll just you know enjoy some of the the players that we have, kind of exposing the D. And you know, we'll talk about uh, if they're taking a leap, turning a corner. Justin Fields, by the way, we said Justin Fields last week taking a leap, but I think it's fair to say he might be turning a corner. You know, he's definitely, he's definitely running down the block to take a leap around the corner. Um, mm. See, for I, me, I, I think it's the coaching staffs that's turned the corner and finally said, "Wow, if we put this guy in space, if we let him use his legs now, and not treat I, him like he's a he's a standard has to sit in the pocket and throw the ball thirty five times." I don't know. He it seems I feel like he he's kind of getting the hang of NFL speed a little bit. It, it, because he made some runs against the Cowboys defense last week, and he had them get he had them like on just guessing a lot in that second half, and they couldn't really stop him that that well. But uh, that that huge run that he busted out today, he like ran in between like five dolphins. It was insane. He like the window was so small, and he like they all kind of like ran into each other because they they yeah. all got there at the same time after he flew through. No, I totally agree. I just feel like last year and even early on in this year. The, the Chicago offense wasn't running him, wasn't using him in that manner. Like maybe some of it is he's figured it out and maybe the game has slowed down a little bit for him, but I just feel like they're calling plays differently. They're seeing he's more of a, you know, he's more of a Josh Allen than he is, you know, uh, a Tom Brady. He's not just going to sit in the pocket and, and make the second, third, fourth read, you know, work for him. He's going to have to use his legs, get in space, make people miss. And then sometimes make the throws and then sometimes, you know, take off and, and even on the design runs. So I think it's a combination of what he's done, but also what the team has done to sort of use the skills he has in the same way that the Bills did a couple of years ago with, with, with Dayball, when they sort of let Josh Allen get out in space, make plays with his legs. legs. So they're, it, they're like a 60-40 run the pass. And like that was kind of how they wanted to do Lamar in his younger years. Now I know my rant earlier, um, but Fields mm. is making Fields is making huge steps, and it's really he reminds me of Lamar in Lamar's younger years. Now, like Lamar, kind of now I don't want to say looks like he's you know running in mud, but maybe I've just seen him running a lot. Justin Fields today looked like he was flying around the football field. I was gonna say he reminds me of like a young Cam Newton, a little bit. Just because maybe it's because he's he's he he, he maybe because he just looks thicker. But know? he was, but Cam always ran through people. Like even as a kid, even as a young that's man, true. Fields, yeah, Fields was was avoiding a lot of a lot of guys. Cam was right at you. If Cam it, ran around the players. 
more often, he probably would still be playing right now. Yeah, but I think uh, to your point about you know talking about Lamar, I think and 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 talking about the coaching staff, I just think that they're probably. It looks like they've they've built this offense a little bit to mold Fields more because he looks like it looks like he's playing how he did at Ohio State. I, I think he could throw the ball more. I think yeah, he could he team. could throw it more. They're 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 doing a lot of option based stuff, and that's why they're they're ending up with the results that they have. But line of scrimmage, it looked like from I'm being box score stew here, but I think right off the top of my head, I think what he had eighteen completions. I think it was. Or maybe 15 completions for 130 yards. So it, he was, you know, he was kind of definitely, you know, shorter passing. But I mean, if you're going to run for 170 yards, who gives a shit about, you know, <laughs> how much you're going to pass? Like just, just keep the keep the chains moving. That's the big thing about the the Bears' offense is today it seemed like they just, you know, they went down the field once, down the field twice, and then but Miami finally got them off the field, and then they were able to, you know, do their own thing. But the Bears, yeah, that's, that's... Bears get first downs, first down after first down, and first downs are very important. <laughs> that's gonna be the interesting thing about like the you know that going back to the, our first down talk about the that division, the AFC East, is just seeing. Uh, looks like Miami, you know how stacked they are on offense. Their defense isn't as stacked, and then the Jets have a really stacked defense, and their offense is you know not as stacked. And uh, where the Bills kind of have a balance of of the two, but the Bills, you know, I think the I think the Bills being exposed today opens up a little bit more parity going forward, where I think a lot of people thought that they might have been like really unstoppable if it weren't for the Miami Sun, you know. Um, here's the thing, but the, the Jets also just have a great defense. Zero and two in the division with a loss to the, I think to the Dolphins and the Jets. Yeah. Hmm? Wait, since you since you mentioned it, just just a, a very fast exposing the D segment. Um, Joe Mixon. Mm. Oof. Do, do we need Amazing. anything else other than Joe Mixon? No, no. Hundred a buck. I, this is this is the only way you ever say one hundred and fifty three on this podcast going forward. A buck fifty three. I got this from Ant. Four tutties. Okay, an average of seven yards. Yeah, enough said. Five overall. Sorry. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did he did what uh, he did single handedly? What the Buccaneers could not do. He was Al Bundy Dude, today. Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> he gets the, okay. I think going forward on this podcast, Cap, you just created an award. We're going to have the Al Bundy of the Week Award. I played high school football. <laughs> Four touchdowns in one game. Do I know you, man? Ever hear of Al Bundy? Poke high, all city. Four touchdowns in one game. Do you know what a hero you are to me? I presume you're referring to my four touchdowns in one game. The most famous poke high football legend. A hint, four touchdowns in one game. Yeah. <laughs> you? Well, it's not. Who once had been a mighty athlete in high school and scored four touchdowns in one game. Yes, that, that is amazing. <laughs> yeah, we, we absolutely need some. Let's get into fourth down. Let's make some picks. Touchdown! I hate that the the inaugural one is a bangle, but you know everybody's carrying Joe Burrow. Yeah, you get you got to give it to him though. He was just he was you know taking well, three, all the yeah three touchdowns in the first half too. Not being able to run, not being able to, and just comes out and sort of weird, you know. very weird. Every one of his touchdowns were followed by offsides. 
defense. And I'm just like, it happens at least three of his five touchdowns. I'm like, how the fuck are they always off sides and you score a touchdown? It, it's just amazing. Um, I'm not, I, it could have been more than three, but I, I, maybe I was hallucinating. I wasn't taking, you know, Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, type shit. Um, but Ayahuasca. yeah, uh, yeah. Shout out, shout out mushrooms. Um, all right. So touchdown. What are our the pal Toronto games for the week? What are we picking? Okay. From? So our games for the week presented by DraftKings. As you know, we are a lab. Uh, I almost said Labatard. Levitard affiliated, a Levitard affiliated podcast, um, and we have our very first game here is for the Cowboys. Cowboys versus the Packers, and it's weird. This is uh, it's at Lambeau Field, okay? And the Cowboys are only fa- they're only minus three favorites against the Packers in this game uh, right now. So, so uh, I'm gonna go first, uh, in you know, since it's gonna be. Not really too much of a spoiler here because we all know how I feel about Aaron Rodgers and that team. I'm taking the Cowboys, so I'm going with them. Uh, what about you, Capo? Okay, so I, ha- I have a list of things Aaron Rodgers has done since drinking um, ayahuasca. I- okay. He's lost to the Jets. He's lost to the mm. Lions. He's lost to the Commies. He's lost to Devontae Adams. No good wide receivers want to play with him. He is going to lose to the Cowboys, but most importantly, but very not least, because it's last, I said that very well, he lost Little Wayne as a fan. Mm, that he's is down, true. He's we, down he, did, he did say trade and him before the season. So you're going Cowboys, to clarify again? Yep, Cowboys and my... Uh, my my take was stolen from a, 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 a um, my source is a PMT. You figure out what PMT means. Deal. Pardon my tutty. <laughs> Pardon my tutty. There you go, Ant. Save me. Nice. I'm like I'm, I'm hey. like I need to give this plate this source you know credit, but I'm not shouting out another podcast. Like I would be stupid. <laughs> I've already done it. Probably funny. Who do you uh, who do you got, Ant? <laughs> So I'm going to be contrarian because it's more fun. While I do think the Cowboys will win, I think the Packers are going to keep it close. It's going to be an ugly game. It's going to be a 10-9, I'm going to take the Packers and the points. Okay, okay. Packers and the Packers and the points. Okay, next we have Vikings versus the Bills. The Bills are minus 7.5 favorites in this game. We're going to start with you, Ant. So I think Josh Allen is going to have a bounce back week. And I think the Vikings are for a loss this week and that the Bills are going to sort of roll over them pretty handily. Um, double them up, double digits, double plus four, however you want to say it like Stu. But I think mm-hmm. the Bills win big over the Vikings. What's say you, Capo? Um, so we, we have a week. Week ten for real for real bowl. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, we do. We do have a weekend for real for real bowl. I'll put that right love here. Love a good for real for real derby. Um, that all being said, Bill seven and a half. I feel like it's gonna be closer than that. Like you know, COVID cousins. He's always uh, he's always you know just 
in a nail bed. Uh, COVID cousins. Yeah, and it's not at uh, it's at 10 a.m. too. So. <laughs> they gotta get up early. Where the hell are they gonna be? Or one, or sorry, one o'clock for you. 10 a.m. for me. Oh wow. So you gotta get up early, not us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. I'd be up at 10 o'clock. I if it came on 10 o'clock, I probably uh, would be. Oh, watching the NFL on the NFL Network. I would not watch anything else. I'm probably doing a football podcast. Am I crazy? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, what are we doing again? Bills or Vikings? Oh, Bills or Vikings. Bills, I'm taking the points, though, so Vikings. Bills win, but they don't win by seven. It's going to be close. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm just putting pass. I'm, I'm going to go. I, I, you know, I don't think you, for... I don't think we can go parody's sake here. I think I'm gonna take the Bills just because um, I don't like Kirk Cousins at all, and I I've said that on on LTC many a time. So I think he's a fraud. Uh, so you know, even though this isn't a, a night game, he's a fraud. So let's just move on to our next team here. We have Seattle versus Tampa Bay, and I'm gonna let Capo take it over. It looks like they're this this is the is this the last London game of the season because it says 6:30 a.m. here. It is 6.30 a.m., so it is going to be a Germany game. Yeah, it's in Germany. It's not. Oh, it's in Germany? Wow. Would you look at that? 2022, huh? Uh, uh, Tampa Bay is minus two and a half favorites here against our team, one of our for real, for real teams cap in the Seattle Seahawks. So we have a a non-for real team favorite in this over a for real, for real team. Uh, I'll start off first, and I'm going to take the Seahawks on this one. Tom Brady across the pond, man, he's gonna be like the Beatles over there or something, you know? Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, you know. Um, I don't know any of their songs to say that it would cost you a lot of money to try to play in here, but uh, mm, you know, it would. So who do you got? Oh man, Tom Brady, Geno Stones, man. Tom Brady going? showed some stones today. Really? Oh, I know, guy. That's why I'm like, I can't pick against Tom Brady, especially coming against, you know, back against uh, um, the, the Rams this week. Um, but he's going to, it's going to be a shit show for him. And I think Walker is just going to walk all over uh, Tom Brady. Um, Walker? And yeah, walk. P, little PJ. Oh, Walker. yeah. Little Kenneth P. Walker. Kevin. Sorry, I was thinking about P. Sorry, the Walker brothers. I was thinking about PJ. A couple walkers cutting it up. Mm hmm. Oh. Um, like you know, shout out to last week's episode. Um, but yeah, no. Um, as I'm trying to confuse the audience on purpose, uh, we're going Seattle and Geno Stones. Salute, Ed Bob. Salute, uh, Ant. Contrarian. Ant doesn't Ant. even know what's going on anymore because of how long you took to answer that cap. I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm going. I'm <laughs> going with Tampa Bay. Uh, I'm shocked at their favorite. I figured it'd be more of a pick 'em, but uh, but I would. I, I thought it would be more of a pick 'em. Uh, that 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 off of this week and uh, the comeback that Tom will squeak out one and the win by like a field goal. So I'll oh, go with the with, with the Buccaneers. Mm, okay. Next Sunday night football. So we won't have this game in hand or the results of it when we when we talk uh, next week. But we have the Chargers versus the Niners. Capo, we're going to get your pick here first. Chargers are favorite at minus four and a half in this game. Now, you yourself have said that the Chargers are like 
in that bridge where they could be a for real for real team and last week we declared 49ers for real for real so who are you taking here niners i was expecting another long a diatribe yeah yeah okay uh and i'll make mine quick too chargers Ooh, lac and i was the one that this is, a, you know, this could have also been considered the Bosa Bowl if both Bosas were playing in it. Um, but I just don't know about the Chargers, and I feel like they'd be Chargering. So I'm going to take the Niners in this game. You know what? I, also I feel cool. you, pal. The issue is the Niners' offense is not good. So I just don't see them going out Ooh. and scoring 28 points. So I feel that, but you know, my- they could win 24-21 and just not have enough points to cover. But McCaffrey, and you haven't had him and Debo really in the same game yet. And I think once you have them, you know, now that they've had like a bye week and a little bit more time to, to kind of focus here. Yeah, I don't maybe. know. I think it could be something scary, Ant. It could. That defense is for real, for real. It would be interesting to see. Yes, the, the defense is definitely for real. It'd be interesting to see that happen where they can where they, where, where they can put it all together. Because Shanahan seemed like being such in, you know, fits and starts this year compared to previous years where he's been more sort of regular. But, you know, we'll see. Yes, we I will. I could be 3-0 next week. I could be 0-3. Who knows? Only time will tell, as they say, right? Absolutely. Yep. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us today on the Zero Coverage Podcast. We're your buddies talking tutties. Uh, out in Baltimore, Capo. Capo, do you want to say anything out there to uh, the, oh, you know, I- our- I just we everybody needs to be aware Tom Brady did the thing yeah Tom Brady he did, did he did the thing after all I was about ready to declare that they're not for real I still don't think they're for real I'm still saying they're not for real because beating the Rams isn't that impressive this year he did the thing though mm, you know if they were better you know if it was against a better team and they were battling it out the whole game then okay but he did do the thing uh, Ant out in Brooklyn <laughs> J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. That's really all I got to say right now. Yeah. I think the last thing I want to say is, did you guys see that backflip that Tyreek Hill did after his touchdown today? Like, oh, he, he, landed like... it. he landed it just like the episode and the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. 